0: Welcome to, to the pod
1: be part of the conversations that happen around my kitchen table.
0: He's John Brannion and he's been a stand-up comic for more than 30 years.
1: She's Amanda McKinney, and she's been my daughter for her whole life.
0: Our family believes laughter is a gift from God. We often discover it while discussing culture, faith, and family.
1: So go ahead and pull up a chair, neighbor. Can I call you Carl? There's plenty of room here for you. Oh. Hey, Carl. It's almost uh, Independence Day.
0: You don't want a sugar snap pea? I I do
1: want a sugar snap pea, but not right now. So, so set a sugar sugary. snap pea aside for me.
0: They are really good right now. June, yeah, flesh, beginning of July, that's good.
1: That's the best season for Around sugar Around
0: August, snap. they start to taste like you just... A stick. You just pulled it out of the ground. <laughs> like a so, green so piece of mulch. they get woodier oh, yeah. as the
1: season goes by.
0: Stringy and then wooden. Like you're just gnawing on bark.
1: Hey, well, I was in the backyard here at the McKinney Stronghold, and there are no moles in the backyard anymore. And that oh, was what? the first thing that, that I wanted true. to say. You know what there is back there? To look. Hang on a second, okay, Carl. We've mm-hmm. been giving you the update. He's seen it on the mirror. I saw it. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not completely sure I approve of the method, but uh, yeah, Luke has sporting. basically
2: eradicated. Are are they all gone, or is there still an area of the yard where there's one having a field day under my shed, which he's probably going to continue to. He's going to be hard him. to get out yeah, from I under can't the get shed. Him out of there, yeah. Um, and then yeah. Other than that, do you care? Do you really care if they're under the
1: shed? As long as they're not digging trails where people <sighs> mm, are walking, I, I still care. It bothers you I to know him, that he's under there. I he cares that
0: there's moles in. You know, parts of Alive. the west, right. then, well, like he's, out in Oregon, he's they,
2: bothered by the fact that moles exist at all. They do mate, and then there become more moles. Yes, and they do. So, if I could, if just you can imagine, all. if you can
1: imagine being so desperate <laughs> that you would mate with a
2: mole,
0: if you could kill them all except one, uh, they don't.
2: Moles <laughs> do not care about looks. You didn't know that because they can't see.
1: No, they don't. They're not. They're not superficial and
2: shallow.
0: So, what is the criteria
2: for a mole? For mole mating, mm-hmm. yeah, mm, I don't know. What does one mole look for in another mole? That, that's a nice tunnel you got there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so that was the that was thing one that mole, that he has had some victory, and I, I will admit, I will readily admit that I was dead wrong about this. But I thought you were fighting a losing battle. I thought that all but, of no, the,
2: it has been a losing battle up until. Last but you but you've succeeded. I mean, oh, yeah. you have retaken your yard. No, I'm I'm dead lethal now. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was, I had given up. Right. But you didn't give up, and you kept doing it. You,
1: you picked up your screwdrivers or your shovels or whatever <laughs> whatever sharp l- influence knives. you could find and stabbed
2: the ground mm-hmm. until eventually... To the tune of seven dead moles. Mm-hmm. And so, counting. I told Joe I was going to kill the moles in his yard while he's on vacation. <laughs> I got to check on his cat. <laughs> He's
1: so. done such a great job. He's like Caesar. There's no more moles to conquer.
0: I feel like conquer. if you we went for did a walk that. around
2: the neighborhood the other day, and I stopped in some random person's yard and just watched their trails. <laughs> I feel was, like
0: if you sent Joe it? a picture of a dead mole in front of his house, he would not thank you. I feel like he would take that as sort of showboating, and mm. I feel like he would take it personally.
2: That's fair,
0: don't you think? Are you allowed, I don't know what the etiquette is, but in the bro code, what are is, you allowed to kill the moles out of your brother-in-law's Can you? Yard. I
2: think you probably can. He's pretty frustrated that he's only got one of his probably ten.
0: Did he get, he got a mole? Are hole? there ten? Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about that.
2: Yeah, and I went over there and taught him the technique. I
0: thought he had zero.
2: No, he got one. Okay. He's passing, Luke is passing on the skills.
0: I feel like one, other family having one to his name might like. Might put you more in the realm of welcome to kill some more. Form.
2: Here's here's right. the thing about Joe, he is not a natural born killer. No. Okay. So like you,
0: <laughs> are you going to tell the story? I
2: I, he has these uh, groundhogs that have made a, sort of a giant mess under. Yeah, his Yeah, this ship. is the
1: other thing that I and I saw it.
2: Yeah. And so he would put you know cement blocks over their holes and they dig right under them. Sure. Um, they're tenacious. They're groundhogs. And so he had these live traps that were left behind from the previous owners. Mm-hmm. And so I told him if he throw up apple core or whatever in there, set it up next to the thing, and he caught one. He caught a giant one. Yeah. Um. And he was like, I don't know what to do with this. Mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> I said, so okay, he called up. you. He, he called, called his brother-in-law. He, yeah. He doesn't have a gun or anything. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I'll come over and kill it. And uh, I get over there and I'm like, Hey, okay, where is it? And he goes, I put it in the garage so it wouldn't get rained on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said, you what? <laughs> that is Joe. He didn't name it, did he? I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it was, it was like sprinkling. He's like, I don't right. want you to get I don't trained. want this poor groundhog <laughs> to get wet. So, yeah, yeah. that's, that's Joe. So,
1: uh, so Luke went over and uh, tried to destroy it with um, a pellet gun. We don't uh, have to gun. finish that story, but right? yeah. Yeah, tried we,
2: to... I googled, you know, will a pellet gun, an air pellet gun kill a groundhog and it, said Absolutely. for sure, sure. You, you bet it will no Mm-mm. is it, it, do you have the wrong kind of pellet gun is your pellet gun not i don't know what the deal was guns? this was this was a really big He's groundhog. like the size of a cat this, this was an armor plated groundhog you you would think my only other experience with trying to kill something that large with a it was a bb gun back then was a possum
1: yeah possum you need and something I, more than a bb gun
2: that really Was traumatic for me because I put twenty BBs in this thing, and he was still just crawling around like nothing had happened. I had to kill him with a giant rock, and I was like eleven years old. It was fairly traumatic. Uh, So, in this case, it was starting to feel like a repeat episode. Yeah. So we just stopped and. It's like that's not.
1: Went to a higher caliber. The most merciful way. You took your nine millimeter over, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did him in. Did him in pretty quickly. Yeah.
0: Well, but I, my understanding is that you actually took it off property.
2: To I finished the job. I didn't feel like it was a good idea to discharge
0: in city limits. In
2: city, in limits. city limits, it's but probably yeah, Joe probably didn't right.
0: even know he had taken the groundhog. So Luke comes so back. So Joe
1: came out probably with fresh water, <laughs>
0: <laughs> time, fresh water,
1: and some kibble. Time and he's time like,
0: for "Where's the
1: groundhog?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to, gonna uh. do his bath.
1: A little umbrella to put over it.
2: <laughs> this groundhog was much less happy to see me the second time around. Like yeah. as soon as I got near him, he goes, ah yeah. <laughs> he's like, I know what you're doing. I
1: know what you've figured so you figured out. We took a, a we took a short trip just outside
2: mm-hmm. the city limits and So was, he actually did snarl at you, so that, oh yeah. That made it easier to shoot him, right? Uh if he looked I, up at you with big round it, eyes. It was it was duty, not animosity. I didn't hate the guy. Mm-hmm. But I mean he was it's Very just business, destructive, right? Destructive, yeah. It's just business. I was like Joe's not going to do this. Mm-hmm. I Personal. need to just get this done.
0: That's not what I thought you were going to compliment. I'm going to
1: compliment him on how young he looks without his beard. <laughs> 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 Is that what you thought? I
0: did not tell him. To My say gosh,
1: that. you you walk in and it's <laughs> like.
0: Speaking of eleven-year-old Luke, no
2: kidding, he <laughs> looks about thirteen. I like it.
0: No, no, you don't.
2: I have now got two compliments today on no, it. So it it's growing. It was Abby
0: and it was my dad. Neither of them would tell you, Luke, you look terrible. They wouldn't. No, I
2: certainly wouldn't look, look better good. than I did with the full bushy red beard. I do not think he looks bad with a beard, though. Do
0: you want to look 13? You think it's a compliment to look 13 when you're 36. Well, the top of my head
2: is starting to look 50. So if I can get my face to look 13.
0: I don't think that's how it works. No,
2: that's not. It'll even out. It's to your whole thirty. You can't.
1: You can't segregate your your head by age. Ask it's going Luke, to be the whole thing is taken as.
0: Ask him why he decided to cut his beard. Uh, ask, just ask him.
2: Well, I was researching like face shapes and stuff, mm-hmm. seeing what you know, what haircuts do they recommend for my particular face shape? What beard? So, styles. what is your face shape? It is rectangle. You have a rectangular I have face. Rectangle, yes. Okay. Um, and so it said with like beards, who
0: like like who
2: like um neil patrick harris mm-hmm. okay we do have a similar facial structure me and him right yep. um <clears throat> and so i saw a picture of him without hair at all because i've always been curious what i look like bald mm-hmm. and oh. that is not an option for me
1: for you in you your rectangular face my,
2: and i sort of have like a misshapen skull from my mom says i was delivered very ugly i was a Cone head, it was a difficult birth. No,
0: I think it's genetic, though, because remember Silas? I
2: genetically have an ugly head.
0: I just think that yeah. there's something about the McKinney genes that has some lopsidedness to the skull. Yeah, Silas' the heads
1: are not symmetrical. No, yeah.
0: Silas legitimately had a lopsided head. And remember we even had mm-hmm. him x-rayed remember cuz they want to make sure his plates didn't fuse too soon. Remember oh, he was I do like remember 10 that. months old and Where we you'd yeah. have
1: like a speed bump, <laughs> like a klingon. <laughs> his yeah. head just his
0: looked head. like one side was slightly taller, like yeah. one hemisphere. Right. I don't we, we don't
2: have Jason Tatum or Vin Diesel heads that you can just <laughs> right. No. Yeah. So. Not everybody does. But you no, know, so. I, I didn't think he I don't think he looks bad
1: with a beard, but he he just looks really really young with with his bare face. Hanging out, like for what it's worth, hanging out.
0: I would rather be married to an older-looking guy than a (laughs) 13-year-old.
1: Feel like you've got another
2: son.
0: Yeah, personally, is it
2: weirding you out? That's my
0: Uh, my preference. See him without
2: a beard. Is it weirding you out? I I I could wear some fake hearing aids. It's not my favorite.
0: What
1: what about a? uh, a, You had a goatee for a while. I did.
0: That's not my favorite either. I prefer the full beard. But the thing that I told him this morning was I. I'm fine with experimenting a little bit. I just want you to she, tell me.
2: She thought I did it as a gag.
1: Like it was just a joke. Oh, you thought it was a, jo- a punchline? Yeah.
0: Well, not necessarily like. Just to
1: get a reaction. Yes.
0: Not that he was trying to tell a joke per se, but like he, he likes to just disappear and then come back, and he doesn't <laughs> say ta-da, but that's what it feels. It feels like he's like ta-da, because it gives me this look, at, almost like out of the corner of his eye, like he's trying to gauge my reaction. right. right. And I'm like, what happened? I said, what What did you do to yourself? To what? And he, yes. And then he plays dumb. Then he says stuff like. What?
1: What are you talking about?
0: What, what do you mean? Or he'll say, this morning it was, I don't know, time for a change. And I was like, I don't really like it. And he goes, it'll grow back. And like, he wanted that to be the end of the conversation. And I was like. Well, why did you do it? And then, as soon as I start to question he wanted it, wanted that
1: to be the end of the conversation. As soon as
0: I question it, then he starts to get def- Then he starts doing the whole Luke at the gas station with a whole pile of lotto tickets. <sighs> right, and he's none like, of her business. Don't ask. Right, why do you need to know, it's lady? None of your
1: business. Yeah. What I what I do with my beard? So we
0: had to hash it out. It was not a long conversation. It was we we worked it out. But well, I, you guys have
2: been married a long time now. It doesn't take as long to hash. I this. didn't true. realize it was my beard that was like holding us together. Uh, a yeah. well, yeah. big deal. If when it he was had gone. said what is. he
0: eventually said, which was, I was looking at pictures of myself from a couple years ago when I shot the deer and I had the really, really scruffy beard. And I was thinking, yeah, that didn't look good. And I was like, honey, I was literally telling you that at the time when you had the beard. I said, I think it's too long. And you were like, nonsense, it it's manly.
2: To-
0: <laughs> and I said, <laughs> Okay, but seriously, though, it's a little too much. Okay, but seriously. And people would say things to him like, you look like, what is it, Klondike?
2: Yukon Cornelius. Yukon I mean,
0: Cornelius. Like, that's it. And I'm like, again, if, if you're going to take these as compliments, I don't know what to do for you. You heard 13-year-old today, and then you heard Yukon Cornelius four years ago a lot. And you were like, well, I guess i got to keep it because everyone loves it. Everyone
1: loves me to looking like Yukon Cornelius. Everybody's favorite bearded man. Except my wife. Man.
0: Except the one I go to, like I go to plant a kiss on her, she like recoils a little bit. <laughs> Everyone else though. Uh,
1: well, I remember when we made Timothy give your grandfather Branion a kiss, and he always yeah. he always had a beard, and Timothy Tim was just little. He was a real little shaver. And we get to get, Mandy, give your grandpa a kiss. You gave grandpa a kiss and Tim was standing back and we said, go give your grandpa a kiss. He goes, okay, but it will hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and he did.
0: Actually, uh, with grandpa's length of beard, it it wouldn't have hurt very no. much. And that's what I was telling Luke. Like, you have to talk to me about this and prepare me for, because it's like sandpaper at this length, and I didn't right. know that you were going to suddenly put tiny little needles on your chin today. Just warn me and and give me the thought process so that I can also understand. But sometimes I am not sure how much of a thought process there is at this time. Sometimes he was there isn't a at, thought process, right? Just Neil Patrick It's, Harris, thing, it's an
1: impulse process. that seizes you, and sometimes you just I act just upon sleepwalk it. Sleepwalk in there and then start. It's an impulse. Yeah. Ugh. Guys have
2: impulses.
0: Everybody has it's impulses. not permanent. Some of us just like think to get a to tattoo on
2: my forehead.
0: Well, this is what I explained to him. I was like if Tabby <laughs> or I or any of the other wives suddenly had an impulse to go like shave our heads, everybody would be like, "Whoa, what happened?" We can't get away with just saying, well, it'll be, grow back. Time for a change, it'll grow back and it's like why the double standard there? Right.
1: You would want to know what was going on with you. Well Britney Spears did shave her head. Right. And everybody
2: went, What's wrong with Britney? Right. Mm-hmm.
0: It's a massive change to the head region, the face and I the feeling.
2: Like but is that a double standard the though? Five, five o'clock it? shadow to beard is within the perfectly normal range of men.
1: I was just gonna say, is it is it really a double standard? Because there are Men and women are different. And men can grow beards and then shave their beards off. But women...
0: We can grow our head hair. Right, but then you don't...
1: But when you, you shave, shave it, it off, off, it's not the same as a guy shaving his facial hair. Why?
0: Why isn't it?
1: Because That's know? on the extreme end of the, the spectrum.
0: Why? Like, how long would your beard have to be and for how many years Because you long have to hair,
1: have it? Long hair is is glory to a woman.
0: Well, beards are supposedly glorious for the men now. Mm. Right, oh, there's there's Jawan texting me while we're podcasting. Jawan Dejivo.
2: Anyway, thank you for the compliments, John. Yeah. That's Thanks a great, for telling me. Great looks like way he's to start this school. episode. He we he should do it every time. Super young.
0: Thirteen year olds are in eighth grade, by the way. Just want you to know. Um. <laughs> Our daughter's in seventh grade, mm-hmm. so. <laughs>
1: I could have had a full beard in seventh All right, grade. Don't make it weird. <laughs> um, so we have some uh thing I, I just got back from my mom's place we mm. my brother and i went over and hung her storm door mm-hmm. hung her dog yep we hung no. the storm door no. and the dog. i was a big help
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so when i said dad just texted he said he's in he's at grandma's house hanging her storm door he goes by himself <laughs> And I said, no, he goes, John? And I said, okay, he said, we're almost done. I'm assuming he's with Uncle David. And yep. I was right.
2: I'm not a fool. You think I'd go over all the way to Rossville? You make me sound so mean. You think That's I'd go all the way said. to John by himself?
0: Has he lost his mind? Is he going to hang it upside down? No,
1: I'm not dumb. I'm not going to go by myself to hang on a storm door. Um. But uh, we went and we got it hung and going over to my mom's is we, we need to preface this in case this is Carl's first podcast because we're going to talk the way we talk to my mom and about my mom and Carl if he's uninitiated is going to go man they're hostile but, uh, but we're not. My sister has, my mom lives behind my sister and her husband and family, in a little house down at the bottom of the hill. And so my sister has been taking care of her, visiting her, making sure that she has what she needs. My mom can still get around, though it's getting, it's getting iffy. Yeah, you know? it's 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 touch and go. Um, and so she fell. Uh, I don't know. Last last fall, did she? Wasn't <laughs> she, was, she fell in the fall?
0: Along with, the <coughs>
1: and uh, and broke her arm. Or dislocated. It didn't break her arm, but she smashed smashed her.
0: I think arm it, up into her shoulder. I think it actually a... was the spring. I think it was like March.
1: Yeah, maybe right. Or so. And so she's so that hobbled her. She's had trouble with her hip and trouble, trouble with her knees for a long time. And she's eighty two. She's just getting old, and uh, she's gotten into a funk now to where she is she's saying, I can't do this and I can't do that. Mm -hmm. And so we the kids are having a conversation today about mom's uh degrading at a faster rate now because she is by herself and she does nothing except think about what she can't do. What she can't do and her aches and pains. And and she fell apart I guess yesterday, and called my sister, and just had a complete meltdown. And Bonnie was describing it to me, and she said, "This is like a like a twelve year old girl having a hissy fit." What do you know? Isn't that interesting?
0: I have a twelve year old girl
1: having a hissy fit. Yeah. And so Bonnie said that mom just just completely melted down, and and so she goes, "I'll come down to see you." And so she went down to see her, and and mom was lamenting, "I'm I can't do anything. I can't." I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm old. I'm dying. She says, "I'm dying and I'm in pain all the time. And maybe I should just die." And... Did
0: Bonnie say, "So am I"?
1: Well, no, Bonnie did not say that, mm-hmm. and because Bonnie's mm-hmm. not me, but she That's did. What I would have said, but... she did calm down a little later, and Bonnie, she went down to went down to see her, and Mom said, "Hey, uh, I'm getting this from Bonnie." She said. Uh, Uh, that mom said, I lost it a little earlier and I am sorry, I shouldn't have done that. And Bonnie said, that's okay. And then mom kind of flared up again and looked at her and goes, is it? And then that started the whole thing over again. And I said to Bonnie, I said, well, what what you should do when she says, something like well I lost it earlier and I shouldn't have done that you need to ask her point blank are you apologizing is this an apology and if it is an apology she says yes I'm apologizing I'm sorry then you say I forgive you but you can't say it's okay because it's not okay and you don't need to apologize for things that are okay
0: right and so Mm -hmm.
1: if you're if she says, you know, I did this or that, then you need to say, I, you need to say it, I forgive you. Right. And then, and then move on. Right. Well, but I you even can't say... say it's okay. And my brother-in-law was there. Bobby was there. And he goes, well, that's, that's how you brand it's talking. He goes, I would just say it's okay. And then, it, but he was talking about his brother. He goes, I would just say it's okay. And then he called his brother a vulgar name. And I said, right, but that's, That's not what's going on when you, when you, when guys say, Hey, I shouldn't have done this thing. It's like, Oh no, it's because you're a jackass. And then, and that's, that's how guys apologize to one another. That's not what's going on here. When you, when you say it's okay, it's both of you not actually digging in and acknowledging that there was a wrongdoing here that, that, yeah, she lost control of her emotions and she's, and she's feeling sorry for herself and she's lashing out Right. And none of those things are okay. It's it under, it's understandable and we we certainly can forgive her and we're not going to kick her out of the family for doing those things, but we do have to make sure that we understand when we when we lose our stuff and when we lash out at people, we owe them an apology.
0: Well, I would say and have said to to grandma before when she's apologized to me for something.
1: It's your grandma, it's not my grandma
0: right in in my case, I, in I don't even remember the situation, but I said I was not even offended you know the way that you think that I was in that scenario. but I told her, if you feel like this is something that you need to apologize for because you because in your heart you were you know thinking some negative things about me or about the situation that was outside of my control, and you right. want, you want to apologize now then I do appreciate that, and I thank you for doing what I know is a hard thing, because I know that saying right. sorry is not an easy thing to do.
1: Right, well, and my sister, your aunt, um, who who I love, by the way, Carl, uh, deeply, she said to me, in, in the course of course the conversation, I was having with David, and, and her husband was there, and so we were talking, and she goes, well, I don't even need an apology, she doesn't have to apologize to me, and I said, see, that's right, but, but she, the apology is not for you. The apology is so she can unburden herself right. with what she knows she did wrong. Right. And so I said, it's it's super important that you, yeah, you, you can just go, oh, it doesn't matter. You don't have to apologize to me. But yes, yes, she does. She does, because that's the only way she can start to get rid of the, of the guilt and the weight of
2: being, of, of mistreating you. Right. Apologies are, I feel like... <clears throat> somewhat rare in a family we just feel like yep. because we're family we can just dump on each other and you, know, you gotta forgive me but I feel like actually recognizing when an offense has happened even in such an informal setting as families is healthy
0: well it's where you learn it, it and people often right. think of it as it's not necessarily it's not necessary in the informal setting of a family but then you need to use apologies when you go out in the business world or something but it's right. the opposite, like. Because you have so many interactions with your family, the number of apologies should be greater in that setting because you have you have run-ins more often. Like literally our children end up having to apologize to each other and or to cousins probably on average Daily. of three times a day, probably yeah. two to three times a day. And, and if it's more than that, then we'll even maybe have a conversation, an additional conversation with everybody where we sit everybody down and it's like, Have we noticed that there's been a lot of apologies that have been necessary today? Like what's going on in all of our minds and in all of our hearts right now that's causing us to keep making these decisions that we have to apologize for? Last Wednesday, I when everybody was over, 12 kids and all four of the moms, um, the kids were out in the backyard and it was just a melee. Like (laughs) there was actual, you know, fighting, like fist fighting, There there were mud balls being thrown, like... The hose got turned on again. This garden hose this year has been such a temptation. I can't even describe it. I know the
1: garden hose is off limits. Oh my goodness. For years.
0: And they always have this excuse, and it almost is enough to make you crack a smile. Almost. You're like, (laughs) really? That's the excuse we're going with this time? Stop turning on the water. (laughs) Almost. They'll soak, they'll like intentionally fill a hole with water, and then they'll end up painting each other with it. And it's like, did you just decide to throw it all to the wind? Did you just decide we're going to be in trouble it's anyway? Like, we already turned the hose <laughs> we on. Might as well
1: just we go full. Well. We well. Maybe that's what happens. Maybe yeah. that's what that's what happens with old people. That's what happens with your grandmother. I don't she's know. like,
2: you know what? I've already I'm already halfway down this hill. I, I
0: mean, might as well yeah I'm hit all the, in
2: hit the accelerator and so- I, I think it's a, a psychological thing. With the more people I can get involved in this illegal activity. The more blame will spread. <laughs> well, that is true. Me. The consequences will be right. distributed yeah. more. They yeah. really
0: do start. Evenly. And I, I have started telling them, like when I go to ask for an <laughs> explanation, when I come out and I say to a particular individual, hey, what did you do? If the first word out of their mouth is another person's name, they get double trouble. If the first thing that you tell me is what somebody else did oh and gosh, I that's ask you, a good thing. then that's you are now such sitting such an in time- automatic timeout until you're ready to tell me I what you I want to know did. what you did. Right, tell me your story. So and so, uh Yeah, not what like part that. did you play in all this? Yeah. And so then on top of all that, I, I said to everybody, now everyone needs to think of something kind they can do for anybody else. Doesn't even matter who it is. Pick one other person in this group <laughs> and do something kind for them. And I started giving them ideas. Because at first they were like, oh, that's, you know, that's funny. Is that
1: when Emmy hugged Colin?
0: It, Aunt Mandy thinks we're going to do a funny a, a thing. <laughs> okay, that's sweet that she thinks that's going to happen. She's so old and They're and still senile. going on their way. Like, they're uh. still doing other things. But I say, so I start calling them out individually. I'm like, Caden, who do you want to do something nice for? And he goes, oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what a... That's how it sounds, isn't it? That's a dead-on impression. Anytime
1: anybody quotes Caden in our family, it's always... (gasps)
0: Because that's what he said. That's how he (laughs) sounds. I go, Caden. And he goes... "Uh," And then he goes, Silas. And I said, okay, what do you want to do for Silas? And he goes oh uh, and then he like turned around and started to wander away right and i'm like i know that this is hard like this is exactly what if we i need just to be wander doing. away
1: maybe aunt mandy will forget this well, thing <laughs>
0: he was thinking about like i think he legitimately tried to think about it for a few seconds right but, but then, then he like, couldn't nothing came to him and so I then don't know he's how like, to be kind oh, to silas squirrel you know so i'm like Caden, come here he's like what and then i said you could maybe Find something in the yard that you think would he would like, like a cool rock or an interesting stick. Or you could give him something that's not a thing, like words. You could tell him, Silas, I really like when you let me play with your cars, you know, or something like that. <laughs> and so then I said, what are you going to do? And he goes, oh, I'll give him a stick. And I was like, okay, that's a great idea. Go ahead. But he didn't do it. He like went off and got distracted again.
1: Well, it's the thought that counts.
0: So I can't remember who the first one was who I actually managed to get to do something. I think something kind. I think Margot gave something to Caden and it was like two rocks or something. She mm-hmm. went over the rock pile and found two rocks. And two I said
1: delightful rocks. You
0: go give them to Caden and say, I found these and I thought you would like them. Here you go. Mm-hmm. And so she Verbatim, like quoted it exactly. I
1: found these. And
0: what was funny was she didn't even hand them to – like he was on the swing, so he couldn't even take his hands off to grab them. Right. She goes, I will put them right over here for you. And they didn't even move for the whole rest of the day. Like he didn't go (laughs) pick them up again. But it worked. Like after that – when when i praised margo for it i was like that was so nice did everybody see what margo did for katie and- <laughs>
1: everybody's like well i'm gonna out nice margo i am
0: totally gonna go and give That's a the, blade of grass that
1: bar is set low enough list.
2: that i can
0: yeah so the only two you
2: would- do realize that not bringing rocks into the yard is one of our other rules
0: <laughs> yes but if you're doing it for I think person. somebody
2: owes Luke an apology.
0: <laughs> if you're doing it nicely, then I can that forgive.
2: Sounds like one of those <laughs> many excuses.
0: <laughs> you no wonder there.
1: your family no, is such I need a wreck, you Pete. To go and do something kind. If
0: you want somebody to do something you've kind for you, you've acts of
1: criminality into kindness. <laughs> you need
0: to be there on a Wednesday, and then everyone can give Uncle Luke a nice present everyone by picking can take up the a rock sticks out, in the yard. out of the right, yard. Right? They'll go throw yeah. these sticks in the fire pit.
1: Look, Uncle Luke, I found a dead mole. I'm gonna throw it's it in you. the burn pit. Or wow. they could wipe if they
2: the blood one, off They found one. It wall. came from the burn pit. So
1: that's <laughs> that's true. true. Yeah.
0: But the only the only two who did not immediately get in on the kindness action were any guesses? Emmy. Uh huh.
1: And Colin.
0: No, Colin was uh, actually not.
1: Outside. Oh, Emmy and Marcy.
0: Yep. Emmy mm. and Marcy. <laughs>
1: I said Colin too quickly. I I find it the teams take another half. A Emmy second.
0: and Marcy. Mm. And they Emery actually went in the house and sat down and pouted at the window for <laughs> like 30 minutes rather than Disgusted. Just so mad.
1: Disgusted by the idea that she had to be kind.
0: Yep. She was like, I would rather not. I would rather just be miserable than to be kind. And Marcy was sort of the same thing. She just was like, "Aunt Mandy came up with this idea, and I will not. I will not do it. I have
1: never liked anything Aunt Mandy thinks, but it's a good idea. From the time I was a child, just before I was even able to talk, I have been at war with Aunt Mandy and her stupid ideas.
0: There wasn't a very long time that she couldn't talk, but even when all she knew was no. And Aunt Ee, which Aunt is E-E. Aunt Mandy, yeah. that was what I heard all the time. Yeah,
1: Marcy no! and Aunt Mandy have, no! they have been struggling. They have been locked in a power struggle
2: for Marcy's whole she, life.
0: She really does respect me, though. Yeah, at, like she does know.
2: I feel like she's gotten a lot better, actually.
0: Yeah, she has. Which is what I was gonna say. Those two—that's because she
2: knows she can't win.
0: Marcy and Emery both would be children. They'd be little girls that a lot of people would go, "Oh no." we need to really worry about them. Like they're going to be so much trouble. The more they grow, the worse they're going to get. And that would be true. Not the case when you know what you're dealing with, when you know how to deal with conflict, when you know that, that the solution for these disagreements is repentance and forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And, and you know that there's no such thing as never fighting. There is only such thing as reconciling after there's been a, a dispute. Well, like then you know it's an opportunity it's like these girls are giving us when you know you're not supposed
1: to say oh that's okay
0: right what's (laughs) what i'm getting at is when these girls actually are giving us the opportunity to help them earlier than what a lot of women learn these lessons and so it's actually a good thing they are going to be more emotionally and socially mature than a lot of people because they're getting all of these conflicts out of the way so early yeah. that like every single day of their lives, they hear things about, well, let's think about your motives. Well, let's think about why it is that you're holding on to this attitude. Why are you enjoying your sin right now? What is it about Marcy that you are so determined to make her cry? Like, what is it about you that you are so determined to fight right now? Right. Um, and we think about it and we talk about it, and then they have to apologize for it every single time. And so I really don't worry about them. I actually am thankful that because they're so small and they live in this environment where there's plenty of chances to butt heads with cousins and siblings, they're actually going to be okay.
1: And they're given space to go and sit and pout in front of the window right. until they're ready None to None of
0: their aunts comply. indulge that, you know, nobody no. I don't have to worry about somebody sneaking suckers or cookies under the table to a kid who's misbehaving. Um, we just, no. we that. <laughs> no, that's at... true. Yeah. That's Everybody, true. <laughs> just the other day, Caden was the one who was in trouble. This was with last the, week. With cereal? No, this was, uh, he hit his sister outside. And I was like, oh, Caden, that is just not We don't not use okay. our
1: muscles to hurt our sisters.
0: So I said, you have to come sit on the step. And he goes, no, I don't. And he turned and ran the other <laughs> direction. like, here I come. <laughs> here so we go. So I chased him down. As I start to reach out to touch him, he goes, I can walk myself. And I said, well, why didn't you? And I grabbed him by the <laughs> arm and took him over to the step. said, if you want to walk by yourself, I would love that. And so please do that. The next time I tell you to come sit on the step, and he's like, I'm going to sit right here. And I said, No, you're, you're, you're going not. to sit on that step where I told you to sit. <laughs> and uh, I asked him if he wanted to talk about it. And he said, no. And so I, I walked away for a little bit. And then he's like, oh, I want to get up. And I said, if you want to get up, then you're going to talk to me about what happened with your sister. And he goes, no. And I said, all okay. right. And I walked away again for a few Dear seconds. Call. But then I asked him, what did God make your hands for? What did God give you hands for? You've had
1: this conversation with him, haven't you?
0: Yeah, because he's obsessed with knives yep. and guns, and but knives especially.
1: And battleships.
0: There were pocket knives on my uh, countertop. They were up high on a shelf, but he could see them from where he was a few months ago. And he just kept asking about, them. whose are those? Where'd they come from? What do they get used for? <laughs> you know. And I was like, those are Uncle Luke's. He saw the one of them first, and then he saw the second one. He's like... Two of them? Why does he need two? Why does he two? need two
1: knives? Why does any man need two knives?
0: Right, because I told him that well, he Well, let needs me show you how for... to kill them all. Let me show you. <laughs> he needs it for man work, I told him. Man work. I said, Uncle Luke gets that knife because he needs to do yeah. man work. Well, then he saw the other one, and he's like, two of them? What man could possibly need There's to... no reason. Yeah, and so I said, well, you know, big men do a lot of man work, and so they need more tools for it. And I, yeah, I talked to him because he was crying when it was time to go home, and his mom told him to put on his shoes, and he flopped down on the ground instead. And I said, "Caden, when Uncle Luke is gonna go bye bye, do you think that he cries about about having to put his shoes on?" And he goes, "No." And I said, "That's because men respect their mothers, and they." They say yes, ma'am, when somebody in authority tells them to do something.
2: We wait till we get in the car.
0: That's probably mm-hmm. true. Then We cry. He can learn that later. Right. <laughs> you
2: I, can teach him that later. When I he's
0: said to him, a little older, I said, you know, if you want to show us that you're you're growing up and becoming a man, then I need to see some of that. I need to see you do some do a hard thing right now and put your shoes on. And so he did, and I, as he's putting them on, I said, you know what? I think I can let you hold this knife for a second. I
1: thought, I thought the way the story went was you said, uh, uh, if, can you be a grown-up? Yeah. And, and then he decided that no. if he wouldn't put his shoes on, that he would be able to hold a knife. No,
0: I suggested it. Oh, okay. I said, you know, we're waiting to see if you're going to start making man choices or if you're going to keep making baby choices because babies cannot hold knives But men can. And I said, you know, which are you going to choose to do right now? Are you going to be kind of a baby or are you going to be more of a man? And he he said, um, I'll be a man. And so he put on his shoes shoes on and I let him hold it. I mean, he didn't even put his hand like around the hilt. It's like platter style. He like Mm -hmm. lays his hands out and I just laid it across his hands. And he giggled. And (laughs) he (laughs) shivered. Yeah. He shuddered giggled yeah and that made like a huge impression on him so yeah this time I asked him what did God give you your hands for and he said to do work which was not the answer that I had necessarily expected but it was fine and I said that is very true and I said but what did you use your hands for and he said to hit my sister I said you're supposed to protect the people in your family including your sister so God gave you strong hands so that you can fight the bad guys and I said, Finley is not a bad guy. Nope. She's the one you're supposed to protect. And so when, when he was ready to hear all of that, we talked it out. And then he apologized to his sister. And that was probably one of five or six times that he had to give an apology. And there will be others. Day. Yeah. Yep.
1: This is a thing that needs to be repeated. <laughs> well, but when, in our family dynamic, I'm talking about my sister and myself and my mom. Bonnie's like me. Bonnie is is more like me than David is. In that she's she tends to be analytic and she tends to be she would be the person who would say, "Oh, that's okay." Right. And so would I. I would be the person who go, "Yeah, don't worry about it." Right. Um, and so I have I had to learn that that's that my uh, being okay with people mistreating me is actually not good for them. And the reason that I'm able to the reason that it doesn't affect me when people melt down is because uh, because I have some tools for being able to not get swept up in their drama, not get not get pulled into their drama. And so that's a good thing for me, but it doesn't necessarily help them um, right. in, unless you unless you start teaching them what you're teaching Caden and,
0: right. and so on.
1: And that is that, hey, you messed up. And when you mess up you you have to make amends. You have to ask for
0: right. well, the goal, forgiveness. The goal is not to completely avoid all conflict. The, right. the goal is to grow, and really the only way to grow is with certain conflict. It's like when you're building muscles and you have to tear them down a little bit in order for them to be built back up. And so, like, socially, if you've got this idea that all of your kids or all the cousins or all your, you know, you and all your siblings need to just get to a, you know, To this sort of state of nirvana where nobody ever... nobody fights
1: with anybody. Nobody irritates anybody. And nobody gets angry about anything.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's like thinking that there's a, a time for bodybuilders where exercise doesn't, you know... Right. Doesn't hurt or challenge anybody. Well,
1: and you can't... You really can't do that. You can't just make up your mind that you're not going to be bothered by things. Right. And, and and mom can't just decide as an act of will that she's not going to have big feelings about things from right. time to time. That she's not going to, I promise I'm never going to melt down again. Well, you can't make that promise because right. you don't have that. That's not in your control.
0: This is an area I've talked about with grandma a lot is emotions because I think I know that she often mistakes my choice in how to handle something as just not having a feeling in the first place, and right. so she the, thinks
1: that it's your temperament is somehow right. different than hers that you don't have to deal with the same feelings that she deals with.
0: Right, right. and so we were talking. We were actually in the middle of a conversation about like different ways to handle stress and different ways to handle when somebody is upsetting you. Um, when. Luke's sister came down the stairs and said one of her girls, I think it was Margot, was napping. She was two or so at the time, was napping upstairs in our room, found my makeup kit, and used my grease pencil all over the pillow in the mm-hmm. comfort. I remember it. that day. So like, opened up the makeup. There was powder and grease pencil yeah. all over my bed. And so she tells me that and I'm like, okay, this was like three or so, three weeks or so after same kid had pulled the curtains down in the <laughs> guest room. So mm-hmm. everywhere she would put her down for a nap, she'd wake she up would and find all the non-baby proof things. Right. And, uh, and so I was like, okay. And she's like, I just, I'm going to put the comforter in the laundry room. And I was like, that's fine. Like, you know, I'll take care of it. And then we continued, Grandma and I continued the conversation from there. <laughs> and it was, like, a few minutes later that I ex- I said to her, like, okay, so, for example, when a toddler, like, messes up my makeup, she goes, you don't get upset about anything. That's right. what she said. Destroys and your like,
1: bedspread. So, for
0: example, when there's grease, pencil, and powder all over my bed, I'm not happy about that. And right. she was like, but that didn't upset you, did it? And I was like, well, like, define upset. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want it to happen
1: like well, why aren't you out? why aren't you crying and breaking dishes right. and screeching and
0: right and, and that's what i said to and her and
1: throwing everybody out of your house and saying i don't want to have anything to do with this terrible family don't bring your bratty kids back to my house right. until you've got them under control well, why I aren't said, you doing that
0: what would what good would come from me you know outwardly expressing the frustration it's like okay i really wish that hadn't happened but but wishing isn't going to change the fact that it did <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and handle it. And like life will move on and right. probably, <laughs> probably worse things will happen in the future. That, right. That I'm already a little bit pre- more prepared for than the average person who just impulsively reacts to, you know, it's, a stimulus.
1: Yeah. But, and, and to be, to be on the, uh, rec- receiving it. that's not the correct word, but, to, but to have emotions, to be a person who, who, we have the same emotions, Right. you know. I have the same emotions that my mom has. I've had. I'm not 82, but I've been aware of the fact that I'm getting older. I've been aware right. of the fact that sometimes I wake up and I'm like, and I hurt. I pulled. I played kickball.
0: Yes, I know heard about your kickball <laughs> for injury. crying out
1: loud. My leg hurt for a week <laughs> playing kickball, and it's like that. That created well, some feelings.
0: I think she was genuinely surprised that I was upset and I said yeah like my first thought was Ugh. you have to
1: break something if you're going to convince her
0: my my first thought was not again like every every bedroom in our house is going to have some sort of collateral damage <laughs> from children sleeping there that was my they're first not even thought, our children but it was all unspoken and then my response to the person telling me was Okay, thanks for letting me know, and I'll take care of it because that's all there needs. All there <laughs> that needs to blew be said. her mind, and she was yeah. I don't think it had occurred to her that because I was, I didn't immediately like register anger that I did have. Sort you still of had a, the feelings; yeah. you just
1: d- handled them differently. I, well, I've thought about that guy who followed me home a few weeks ago in his truck, um, <laughs> and I had a guy. I, I think I told you about the guy who passed me just a a few feet from the stop sign right. a couple of weeks ago. But I think about those people and I think, okay, what's going on inside that person's head? What What's going on inside... What would have to happen in my life for me to go, I'm going to follow this stranger home yeah. and yell at him for something? He said, do, do that thing have signals? Why don't you use them sometime? And it's like, well, that's... I don't really think that's what's going on. I don't, <laughs> I don't think my lack of right. using a signal... Is what's doing this to you? I think something else is going on. Have a therapy
0: on. session. It would actually be pretty funny if you just said, "Is there something else you want to talk about?" Now? <laughs> a, I hear you, and I will try further. to use
1: my signal. Is there anything else on your mind, is there a or loved is that one? it?
0: Did you recently lose a loved one? Is it a divorce. <laughs> Did your wife leave you and take the kids? Is
1: it really is it really just my lack of turn signals that have caused you to drive out of your way? Who even, knows how lo- how like, many miles?
0: Maybe you tried to make some brownies and they burnt. <laughs> like what is it that
1: that happened? Is just you know what? I don't even is there. Just tell me what else is going on in your life. What else is what is is bugging you right. besides my turn signal? What else have you been upset about?
0: A lot of people don't go through that process. Yeah. They don't ask themselves. We're we're at forty five minutes now, and you haven't told us what it is we're supposed to do with you when you're old, because you said you said you had some instructions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> I, I just realized. I, I'm, I'm worried. I, I, I guess worried is the right word. I'm worried that I'm going to be uh, in a state where I am like the guy driving, like the guy who followed me home. Mm. I'm worried that someday I'm going to be doing stuff like that and it's not going to occur to me that this is crazy you know that i'm going to be i'm going to be saying things and doing things unaware of the fact that i am impacting my loved ones in a negative way
0: okay now i'm offended
1: and so you I, don't
0: you don't trust us you don't trust luke and i and tabby enough to say to you dad did you burn some brownies (laughs) what is it what is it that's really going on here
1: (laughs) no i think you'll i think you probably will but but what if i what if i'm not able what if i really believe that that you guys are the problem that you're that you're not giving me the proper amount of attention you're not you're not calling you're not you're not uh you're not you're just not you're just not meeting my expectations and my expectations are perfectly reasonable (laughs) and your inability or your refusal it's not an inability it's a refusal you are deliberately not doing what i need to have done and and i freak out about that what should i i mean what i what i want you guys to do is exactly what you just said you would do (laughs) is just say do you need to poop
0: (laughs) When we're was... having tacos for dinner. That <laughs> ought to fix it. He really likes Mexican food. I do love Mexican
1: food. Uh, we'll just fill Dad, up Dad, we're plate. having tacos. Okay.
0: <laughs> and we'll get your remote okay. control okay. fixed. <laughs> we'll fix your remote control.
1: <laughs> well, I think I do need something to do. I think that yeah. that's, that was the thing that occurred to me. That, that's what my brother and sister and I were talking about. It's like mom needs to a think job. about somebody yeah. other than herself. It doesn't have to be a big job. It doesn't have to be a job, it, it, but it needs to be a responsibility, something that she has to do that is not for her, so, so that she's not thinking about how much she's getting old and that, and that right. she hurts and that she can't drive and she can't reach things on the top shelf. Right. She needs to be doing something that she can do. And have that be a daily responsibility, and it needs to be important. It needs to be a priority. It's like, well, I can't. I don't have time to sit around and worry about this sore hip because I got to do right. whatever it is. Well,
0: and the truth is that people, they tend to age in an arc. I mean, we, we joke sometimes about the fact that you start out with diapers and you end up your life with diapers too. Mm. But it's not just that. It's also like the actual physical tasks that you're given, and the function that you play in a family. And it is very, very hard for people to um, lose the ability to be the caregiver and to now be the one having the care given.
1: Yeah, but there, that's what I'm worried about. There is
0: still a job to do. <laughs> like we used to give um, Luke's grandma um, socks to fold together. She actually had dementia. And it's much harder for a person in some ways to not be losing their mind their cognitive abilities and be only losing the physical ones but his grandma was losing her cognitive skills too and she still needed a job we would give her
1: so she was the sock sorter she
0: would she would fold socks together i told teresa luke's mom that she should give her like a bucket of change and have her sort it into pennies nickels dimes I was like, you know, anything that she can do from her chair, she would fold dish rags over and over again. Right. Um, or she would Just organize to the basket. Just keep mind yep.
1: doing things.
0: Yep. Because she she had done that all of her life. She had cooked and, you know, done farm chores and things her whole life. And it's I was like, also dolls are really popular with um, ladies, especially ladies with dementia. But they'll give puppy, like stuffed puppies to men. And so they'll give like baby dolls to women in nursing homes and puppy dogs to men. Because they need something, like you're saying, responsibility, right, to to care for a thing.
1: So is that what you're going to do? What are you going to? What are you de- going to give? Are me? you
0: planning to get dementia? That's what I'm.
1: I'm not planning asking. to. But the the thing is, I we'll won't give know. You a microphone. I won't know when I have dementia, right? <laughs> we'll when give
0: I, you a microphone like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and stand headphones. me up.
1: Stand me up in front of a fake brick wall with a microphone.
0: <laughs> we'll be like, it's an important show, Dad. Go go man that would be entertaining would.
1: <laughs> oh I'm, I'm sad that i have to mention i won't be able to see this <laughs> I, I really, I really would like to see Ooh. crazy old demented John doing stand up in the corner all by himself. Here,
0: what's the message that you want the world to hear? Here's
1: a microphone. It's not plugged in anything.
0: No, we would, we would plug it into
1: a camera for sure. <laughs>
0: Thanks for visiting the Comedian's House. If you want to spend more time with our family, you can follow John Branion on YouTube and Facebook. Also email nextdoor at johnbranion.com with your comments and questions. We'll see you next time.